0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the inaugural Hot Tag Wrestling Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here today with... Dave, what's going on, everyone? Pat. All right, so today on this podcast, we're going to be covering Extreme Rules, the last this past week's episode of Raw, and we're also going to talk a little bit about what was announced today, which is the upcoming brand split. So I guess let's just get right into it with our little reactions to Extreme Rules. So I'll let Pat go first, give us a little rundown.
1: Alright, we're going to be tackling this match by match. It's going to be quick because a lot of these matches, whatever. So we'll start off with the pre-show. Baron Gordon beat Dolph Ziggler in a no-DQ match. Any thoughts, guys? No? No? Uh, okay,
0: I mean, I guess only thought it was in, what was it, no-DQ, right? Yeah. So it was no-DQ, so they used a the low blow. Cool, whatever. At least Corbin won this time, which yeah. is good because he needs a win. Uh, my only uh, thoughts on Corbin is when he gets
2: his uh, loser-shaves-his-head match. That's honestly my <laughs> rundown.
1: Yeah, that needs to happen for him sooner
0: rather than later. <clears throat> his hairline is not in great shape right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much, as you can tell, our thoughts on that match are kind of slim. It is what it is. Corbin gets a win. Hopefully something happens with him, but moving on.
1: Alright, the first match of the actual show was the club, terrible name, beating the Usos in a Tornado tag team match. Texas beating the tornado, Bloodline. a Tornado. They beat the
0: Bloodline. Oh, they beat two-thirds of the Bloodline. True. Mm, reactions, thoughts? Uh,
2: I mean, it did what it needed to. It was short and sweet. They were saving themselves for uh, the main event.
1: Yeah, it almost seems like this... I just thought this match was kind of pointless because the real thing that they were going to do was be in the main event anyway. It would have made sense of like, The club had taken out the Usos or something like that. Yeah. But it was just kind of there, and it—whatever.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree. (laughs) If anything, it could have set up, like, kind of what Patch just said. It could have set them up for, like, maybe one of them takes out the other so they're not available to help out in the main event. But just to have a match to open the show and then to end up interfering later, which we'll talk about when we get to it, but— <clears throat> I don't know. It is what it is. I don't really like the do. club's finishers either, to be honest. The names are stupid. Yeah, They're I feel like of all the guys average at best.
1: Of all the guys I could have brought over from New Japan, why bring over like these two were both fine, but like you could have brought over like the Young Bucks. You could have brought over like a Shit. cooler team. <clears throat> I don't know.
0: Hopefully, in the future.
1: Yeah, it's still a question moving forward of what these guys are really going to do, which I'm sure we'll get to later.
0: I mean,
2: I think it really like those two are like. Bullet Club through and through. Like when you have Balor eventually come up and them align with him, you'll see it continue to go.
1: And after that, Rusev beat Kalisto,
0: and we have a new U.S. Champion, thankfully, because that Kalisto reign, even though I like Kalisto, was very it was average bad. at best. Yeah, he's cool to watch, but I mean, I guess the kids like him. He's likable, but. Definitely better to have the belt on Rusev, get his, get his momentum back.
1: No, I will say, I, th- I feel like Rusev is not going to have that championship for a very long time. Oh,
0: he's definitely transitional until Cena's back and takes it from him, but yeah. I'd rather see Cena take the belt from Rusev than Kalisto. It makes more sense.
2: Yeah, and, like, honestly, it just it goes to show, like, how underutilized Rusev was as a part of the League of Nations. I mean, if you can make that man back into the monster that he looked at when he debuted and like, a couple of weeks. I mean,
0: this match helped that with that. Matters. He really. I thought he, he broke Kalisto's
1: yeah. spine. He bended him up like a pretzel at the end of that match.
0: <laughs> Next match. All these matches are very quick hits. Uh, nice new one. debut: The Vaud
1: villains. They they had a match, definitely that happened. A match
2: a match took place. <clears> I, to be honest, yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't really pay attention to this match. I think the food got here. When we were watching yeah. during yeah, this yeah, match. Yeah, be honest. The, the
0: only thing I remember <laughs> is that. Xavier Woods finally got a pin. Yeah. Finally got a pinfall. The Shining Wizard was cool, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it was. From what I remember, it was fine. I mean, it was nothing to write home about, but it wasn't terrible. New Day's still the champion, so. Hit of AJ Lee in that one.
2: What? Dude, that was AJ's signature Shining Wizard. Oh, you're right. Oh, okay. Also,
1: Gregory Helms's. Who? <laughs> <sighs>
0: nope.
1: <laughs> Next, we had what at the time I thought would be the match of the night. And I was surprised that it ended up not being. so. The Intercontinental Championship Fatal Four Way match. That
2: oh, was so good. Oh, it was great.
1: The Miz beat Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn to retain the belt. This match was awesome. I called the
0: sleeper pick. Shout out Miz for retaining. And
2: yeah, no, I'm not mad about that either. I mean, Miz is really starting to reinvent himself in yeah. 2016. I like the way they're going with it. Not just slapping it on someone who they thought <sighs> was going to do it. I like Miz as in a heel role.
1: I've really... I thought everyone in this match got a chance to shine, especially Cesaro. Cesaro, it seems like, was in the match, like, not on the side. He was, like, in in the middle of the action the entire match. Cesaro straight. must
0: have taken, like, five finishers in that I match. Know. <laughs> and he had... Didn't he have the near fall at the end? Yeah. Didn't Miss steal the pinfall from him? No, Miz stole wrong? it from Zayn, I
1: think. Because Zayn hit Cesaro with a Hulu kick. Oh, right, kick. right, right. And we but also we're... forgot to mention the match started out with Sami Zayn...
0: Hitting Hul- a haluva kick on Owens. Yeah,
1: just... <laughs> Ex- right after the bell rang.
0: Just like... Who did that before? Michaels did that before. Yeah, it did. With the sweet Chin music on... Triple H. Shades of Shawn Michaels is always a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, they all got to shine in that match. Me- I, I think... I think... I mean, it's a long time from happening, I feel like. He's kind of just that guy that... Gets the crowd hyped up. Does all his cool spots, but I don't think they're gonna put the belt on him. Unfortunately. Yeah, he just but- doesn't
2: have the... The layers of a character that they need a champion. Yeah, there's
0: something to... he doesn't have. There's something missing. I don't really know what it is. It's definitely but... not in the ring. <laughs> he's probably the best
1: wrestler in the company besides maybe a few notable exceptions.
0: Well, AJ honestly, included. the top three, arguably the best three in the company were in that match, so... Yeah. He showed his own for sure. And it's good to see that The Miz is getting his character boost back up. They brought Maurice back, so he's not just like flashing the pan chopper like... anymore.
1: <clears throat> It seems like he kind of finally found that sweet spot where he should be, that yeah. kind of upper mid-card heel champion. Yeah, that sh- he- A guy like that's always good to work with a face who sometimes has trouble connecting with the Crowley, because it's just easy to hate him.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I think for the most part, Miz is the most like defined heel that you have on that roster. His moveset, his antics all depict heel, and he's great in that role.
1: All right. Next, we had the worst match of the night. Oh, I'm so upset this was the worst match of the night. The Asylum match. First ever. Dean Ambrose defeated Chris Jericho. This (coughs) was not
2: good.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, that was terrible. It was, well, it had, no, it didn't have, no, it had the best spot of the night. It had one cool spot. It kind of saved it for me, honestly.
2: The thumbtack. Thumbtack spot. Not the throwback to Steve Blackman with the nunchucks. Not
0: the nunchuck spot. No. <laughs> or the straitjacket spot. Or, or the, the mop. mop. <laughs> or any other weapon spot in the whole match. They were or all pointless. Jericho yelling at Ambrose with the nunchucks when he had the barbed wire 2x4. Yeah, he
1: did call him a stupid idiot, which was also one of the highlights of the match, I thought. I mean,
0: that's just his thing. Or Jericho's though. face after he got thrown on the tax. Yeah. Or Jericho's face when he saw the tax. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so pretty much what this match boiled down to is, I mean, it was I was one of I was most excited for it. Maybe not on the whole card, but I was definitely excited for this match. I thought that the stipulation would give these two a lot to do together because they're such great wrestlers. But it kind of boiled down to just like them trying to get in too many weapon spots. It didn't really work out. Like I said, it's cool because I would never expect the thumbtacks. To happen or for Jericho to be the one to take the bump on them at his age and his reput reputation. That's not the right word I'm looking for. Style? Like his I don't know. Standing? His <laughs> standing with the company, like, yeah, he's a veteran. Like he doesn't he did, need, he didn't to, do need that. to do that. Yeah. So yeah. it was kinda cool to help. It's yeah. almost like he's helping put Ambrose over by taking that that bump. So that was cool to see. Yeah, my biggest takeaway from this match is just, I just
2: really felt like Neither man came out better off from this match and I really feel like felt like this could have like defined the unstable nature of Dean Ambrose him going to like the limits of just like going absolutely insane.
1: Well the problem they have with Ambrose now is that they call him unstable but really all they he never really is like show he's it. just like a prop comedian pretty <laughs> much at this point. Yeah. He's the carrot top of the company right now.
0: <laughs> well cuz how unstable can someone be with in a, in a PG in a PG rated yeah. show. I feel it, like they
1: all almost need to turn him heels cuz I feel like heels can have a little bit more of an edge to their character.
2: Yeah. yeah and I feel like going from there I think he's I don't want to say stale, but it's just like he's, he's, in he's in not going right anywhere. anywhere, yeah.
1: He's a guy who's always had when when he's in a main event role, he always steps up to the occasion and it, it's all he's always majorly over but when he takes a step down it's usually not great. I think yeah. he's
0: unfortunately potentially on the the Bray Wyatt road.
1: Well, I think with the brand split coming up, he's going to be
2: he's going to be a feature.
0: I, I think hope he's so. going to be
1: once they even out these rosters, he's going to be one of the top 3 or 4 guys on any given show. Well, I he's think he's got be be, he, to he draws down. that.
0: Yeah. We'll get to that later though. Yeah, you want. And what main event? No, after this,
1: Sh- Charlotte, 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 <laughs> Charlotte beat Natalya in a submission match after Dana Brooke looking like Ric Flair interfered.
0: They managed to give this <laughs> women's title match a worse ending than Strongly the last disagree. one. Screwjob endings
2: are always the worst ending. Oh, that that last one at Payback was absolute Why? garbage. But I Dana just, Brooke who This cares? one was just shrouded in
1: I don't understand what's going on. Like, I, I guess Dana Brooke she need to be the henchwoman to someone so she's Charlotte's henchwoman now?
0: Okay, so let me clarify what I mean by worse. The screwjob ending was terrible, but Bret Hart was there, so there was a reason to do it. And Lil Nage was there. And Lil Nage was the ref, <laughs> so they tied that into it. So there was a reason for all that to happen. And when they showed Dana
1: Brooke from the back in the flare robe, I was I thought it praying was Lil to Nage. God that it was Lil Nage, and that would have been so <laughs>
2: worth it. Yo, and, like, even going on from that, that just didn't make any sense afterwards that it was, in fact, Dana Brooke. Like,
0: exactly. Like, it was like, oh, Lil Nage, haha, that's fu-
2: Oh, wait, oh, no, it's Dana, Dana, Dana Brooke. Brooke.
1: Yeah, why'd she need to dress up like Rick? Wouldn't she have been distracting enough?
0: As just Dana Brooke? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, uh, and then going on to Raw, she's like, I guess she's yeah, we'll like her later.
1: henchwoman now. Like, it's
0: stupid. Just
1: the women's division has been uh, coming out of WrestleMania. Really looked like it was, it was going to take a step up, but they still. They still just don't know how to write storylines for women, it seems like.
0: No. Well, they've been kind of... It's unfortunate because Becky and Emma would have been a good, like, secondary female storyline. And I think Sasha was going to be... And then Emma got Sasha her. Way. And then Sasha, I'm pretty sure, was supposed to... Be a part Buy of for the title yeah, but or it was be weird a part of that. Because... And she's hurt
2: now, so... Yeah, it was weird because I think Sasha was getting, like, put on the back burner, like, even before she got that concussion. It was... Well, I saw Meltzer report one time that... Before she got injured that she
1: was being held out for storyline reasons. Uh, so I think they might have been saving okay. her to be, like, a big pop to save Becky from getting beat down by Emma and Dana. Yeah, and I feel like at the and same time they... They kind of reformed that uneasy alliance they had before Mania. Yeah. Which I thought could have been really interesting because
2: I really liked when they did that. And I think Dana was brought up in part to, like, aid that. Yeah, to add some juice to that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, also in a
1: weird state right now. What was not in a weird state was this main event. This match was incredible.
2: Uh, AJ Styles had a death wish coming into this one, yeah. and his sell of that announced table spot was unreal. He, like, folded into a chair. Two it
0: crazy. announced table Dos. spots. Yeah. He went through two. Anyway, Dem-Man. Reigns beat Styles
1: to retain the championship. Not really a surprise there, but... Yeah, it was a demolition derby. They fought all over the arena. Everything was in play <laughs> to be put through.
0: Yeah, pretty much. These guys two for two on main events. Another yeah. great match. More interference from the club and the USOs, the Bloodline, whatever you want to call them. It all worked out. All the spots were great. Even the ending spot, which was kind of the same, but he called him in midair for the spear. It was same, but him. a
1: little bit cooler.
0: In a way, it was definitely was like, cooler okay. this time because he called him out of midair and speared him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I just I don't like Roman kicking out to all of
2: the finishers. Yeah, and, and then AJ,
1: like, had, had just hit him with the chair ten times, a Styles class on a chair, and he,
2: the, he hadn't taken the offense for, like, ten minutes, and then he got spirited. Yeah, you're, you're taking the Styles class, which was unstoppable On in, in a chair, promotions. though. On a chair. I get what you're trying to do, like, building him up, but...
0: He's super Reigns, dude. He's seen a number two.
2: Oh, LOL, God. Reigns wins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... The, the, the ending spot was great. I mean, When you thought
1: the pay-per-view was over... After the match, WWE Easter Sunday because CrossFit Jesus was <laughs> resurrected. Amen. I
0: completely I think marked out. Me and
1: Dave both knew this was going to happen from spoilers that leaked earlier in the day. You almost had a heart attack.
0: I made sure because they read the spoilers and they were teasing all day that they knew it was going to happen. And I made sure... That they didn't spoil it for me. And I'm happy I did because I freaked out. I mean, I still kind of freaked out when I saw Seth absolutely jacked after, like, he
2: was, he yeah, was just, huge. That's what happened when you got six months it can only work on your upper body. Just yeah, aiding just to spoiled. his triple H-ness. Dude, yeah. I love the the sticking the tongue
0: out when he was doing the pedigree, too. I still hate that he does the pedigree, though. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it makes sense because he, he came back... As a heel, which we found out on Raw, but it's just and You can't do the curb snap anymore, which was the best finisher in the company, I thought at the time. Oh no, it was definitely the coolest finisher.
2: I mean, I feel like if they're if they're going to set him up for like that face turn, if he came out and did like the Phoenix Splash, the place literally
0: would have lost. If he their came runs. out and <laughs> uh, regardless, it was still an awesome <laughs> oh, moment. It was great. I was literally rolling on Dave's floor. We watched the pay per view at Dave's house. I was I was like a little child, so it was an awesome moment. Yeah, huge pop for Seth. Yeah, great
2: time to bring him back, too.
1: Which leads us to Raw, where Seth Rollins opens up, gets a major pop, welcome back chance, and then he cuts a heel promo, which was great, but well, this seems weird. Seems like just capitalizing on, on the momentum of him returning.
2: Yeah, uh... I don't know. It In theory, it was the right thing to do, because you can't just, like, welcome him back. Oh, I was hurt, <coughs> now I'm better, and... Excuse me. I embrace you now.
1: Well, I don't think he has to do, like, oh, I love the fans. I'm just here for you guys. Smiley, white meat, baby face. But he can just be like, I'm not pulling any BS anymore. I just want the title.
2: Yeah. He doesn't, Which is kind of what he did. Like an anti-hero. No, he kind of He
0: said he doesn't yeah, need he, the fans. Oh. He
2: was like a dick about it, though.
0: I just don't get. Just adding on to that, if they're going to feud him and Reigns for the title, I still don't get why they're trying to push Reigns as a face. Yeah, he's like, they're not going to get. Range chance from like because it's not even like, yeah, it would be cool if Rollins was a face, but he could be a heel too. And it's he's still gonna get his cheers and his boos. down the road.
1: The people want to boo Reigns and they want to cheer Rollins. This is what I'm trying it's to just, say. It's yeah. just as simple as that, it's real weird. Any, anyway, Reigns comes out, Rollins
2: retreats, and Shane comes up, sets up it's their championship match at Money in the Bank, which surprisingly, Money in the Bank from the past couple of years great WWE World heavyweight championship it, matches. It's
1: become like like almost like replacing Survivor Series
0: is like It's a like a form. hidden gem. Like those yeah.
1: matches are great. Like last year I think was the awesome Ambrose Rollins ladder match.
0: Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. Was
2: uh I think it started with wasn't uh Cena and yeah, Cena um, Punk Cena Punk in Chicago, oh Punk my in Chicago
0: God. when Punk that ran when out the, the crowd. That was what started God, what that yep. match. That's one of the best matches of, like, yeah, the so I'm really excited for that match to come.
1: Speaking of Money in the Bank, on Raw we had several Money in the Bank qualifiers. The first of them was Sami Zayn defeating Sheamus with a Huluva kick. Simple as that. It was fine.
2: Sheamus was involved, so I wasn't really paying attention.
1: Yeah, Sami Zayn's awesome, and Sheamus r- continues to be Sheamus, so...
2: <laughs> that was that. Um, we had... After
1: that, we had a nice little match where Cesaro beat The Miz to qualify for running the Bank, so he is also in it. Sami Zayn and Cesaro are in the match, already a match-of-the-year contender. Very true.
2: Oh, that match going to
1: be so that, After the Zayn-Sheamus match, there was a backstage segment where Apollo Crews was getting interviewed, and Sheamus attacked him for some reason. He was mad about the new era, I suppose. And in case you guys haven't been watching Raw, and you haven't heard them say it a million times per show... We're in a new era. Oh, yeah. I have heard that. We're in Uh, a new
0: era. Also, since you mentioned that quick disclaimer, I don't have much to say about, like, the small points of Raw because I didn't get to watch it. So, I kind of just know, like, basic, like, cliff notes of things. But, anyway.
1: Yeah. So, Sheamus had attacked Cruz. And next, we had Jericho and Apollo Cruz in Money in the Bank qualifying match. Apollo Cruz weirdly came out still hyping up the crowd, not selling any injury. This was not a great night for Apollo Cruz. He lost to Jericho. There was a terrible spot where he, him and Jericho miscommunicated. He went to kip up, and Jericho went for a lion's salt. I actually did see that on, I,
2: like, Instagram. I, I was so confused at what they were trying to go for there. I don't know if it was him, like, going to kip up, and Jericho was going to take the bump off the mat from the lion's salt, and he just didn't get enough air. Whatever it was, it was just... I had to, like, rewind it
0: and watch it again. Something I was like, tells me what, Cruz just didn't...
1: Yeah, I think it was just a miscommunication. Just miscommunication. Yeah.
0: Also, from what I saw, either on like a YouTube review or it was Instagram or some page, apparently Apollo Crews isn't very good at communicating as a wrestler because he was very loud and a lot of his call outs were heard over television.
2: Yeah, I read, I read something that he, like, people could hear him, like, apologizing to Jericho. Yeah, like,
1: about during the that. pin, he apparently apologized for screwing up.
0: Yeah, this was rough. And Jericho on top won. of that, Apparently, he, is he going to feud with Sheamus? Is that what it's looking like? It's, I guess so. Great. <laughs> it's, it's
2: not doing nothing. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it's I guess better than It's that.
0: almost nothing. Sheamus is... Oh. Ugh, anyway. Okay, move on.
1: <laughs> Next big thing that happened on Raw. Enzo Amari. Back. So
0: upset I didn't get to see this. This man
2: was hype. I, I love him. What, I like replayed and played and paused and replayed. Him saying Couple of haters. <laughs> I love that. A
1: couple of haters.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's before it got hurt, it was insane how
1: kind of over they their whole shtick was with the with the whole audience. Like it wasn't just the hardcore fans that knew it. Like a- everyone was was
2: doing the sing along thing with them. Yeah. I uh and now just the return huge. From the return and seeing how Cass was by himself, I almost felt like that the SAWFT, him doing that by himself was almost getting stale for me. Like, well, he's not very good. Well, yeah, but, like, you can tell, they, they like, They're definitely very team. well together, and I think you, they experimented with Cass being on his own with Enzo out, but...
0: I think they
1: kind of just wanted to keep the momentum the team had going. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: you don't want to get them off yeah, TV. I mean, you you counter, don't want to just
1: take Cass off TV for a month. To no.
0: counter Dave's point, I didn't mind Cass's, like, single stuff. Like, him getting that pinfall... The Raw after... What was that paper? Was it Payback? Yeah. yeah. The Raw after Payback, even though Enzo... Even though Enzo was out, like, he definitely did his thing to keep the momentum strong. Okay. So, I didn't think he was bad by himself, but yeah, obviously he's meant to be a tag team. So, let led uh, to
1: Big Cass beating Bubba Ray. <laughs> Enzo Amore is... If you have any questions about him not being cleared for contact yet, he is very much ready to go. <laughs> he... There was a spot where Cass launched him into Devon on the outside. And, like I said, Cass wins via the uh, Empire Elbow. Is that what it's
0: called? I believe it's... No. I think it is. Yes, it is. I'm thinking of his other... And so still about
2: the gift of Jeb. Yeah. So And the gift of Gab. Of course.
1: Next big thing that happened... Charlotte turned Charlotte. on Rick. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte turned on Rick. In a very uncomfortable segment, but
2: I thought this accomplished what it needed to, to, I thought. It tied up a lot of loose ends, and moving forward, I think she's going to be much better off with it when she can establish her own character. And
1: really, the biggest heel move she could have done was to turn on Rick, who was uh, kind of... I I liked what they were doing, but Rick is... You're not going to get people to boo Rick Flair at this point, so her turning
2: on him was really the best way for her to get heat. Yeah, and really drawing it out, and like, really just like... Pretty sure that was like a 10 minute segment. It was very. It wild.
1: felt like it went on forever just because it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Charlotte, her promos are getting a lot better from what they were, but she still kind of jumbles her words
2: and stuff a little bit. She, she also does those periodic pauses when she talks like this. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she's working
1: it out. She's working it out. She's getting better. It definitely she's could definitely be worse. Yeah, so I guess Dana Brooke has
0: replaced Ric Flair. My qu- Yeah, is oh. that is that supposed to be like a positive? <laughs> that's the long and
1: short, short of it, yeah. Moving on from Dana Brooke.
0: Uh, I don't, whatever. I don't have anything to say because I didn't see it. I tried to watch the segment on YouTube and it was uncomfortable to see Ric Flair cry, so I have nothing to say.
1: We had a backstage segment where Baron Corbin in a beanie, notably, notably in a beanie, covering up that scully. LeBron hairline. Ha- Progress. He was interrupted by Dolph Ziggler, who said, Next week, we will have a technical wrestling match. What? That I will definitely lose. But, anyway. This led to a Money in the Bank qualifying match between Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler. It was a solid match, but I feel like we've seen this match on Raw,
2: like, a million times by now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always entertaining, but at this point, you yeah. know what's happening.
1: Ambrose won, unsurprisingly.
2: Not to the shock, of but...
1: So the, the next major thing that happened was AJ Styles broke up with his his, his brothers from the Bullet Club.
0: The Gallus club, and the regular club, no. Bull, not no bull. the
1: Bullet Club, not the Balor Club, the club. He, he and professionally, professionally, they can still be friends. Oh, professionally, but <clears throat> and Anderson did not seem happy about that. No. So they're gonna feud, I guess. Th- this is. This whole thing seems like kind of a mystery to me. It seems like they kind of missed the they missed the boat on when to capitalize on when this could have been a major majorly hot angle. It can still be at that point.
2: It, I think would have been fine. They could have brought Balor out there.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. I I mean, obviously, it's leading to what I would assume is a Baylor Styles summer feud.
1: I guess so. I th- I think they're gonna do a thing where he has a mystery opponent at Money in the Bank, and it's Balor, and then yeah. Balor turns on Styles, and then he's with the club, which is now the Balor Club.
2: Yeah. Another interesting point that I kind of like discovered. I was just watching those WWE.com exclusive interviews, and they were talking about Kevin Owens, and like 2016 being his year. He was commenting on AJ Styles, that club not even being his. He just kind of came in and like took it over. Oh. So they're
0: definitely alluding to Balor at some point. I taking mean, the rain. We're all waiting for Balor. It's just a matter of when they want to finally give him to us. Probably Cause... just
1: after he loses to Samoa Joe again, right? What is that, well, are they take over their... Steel cage okay. match? Yeah. That... Anyway, the main event of the night, Kevin Owens beat AJ Styles clean to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. This was a really good match. Uh, what did you expect? Yeah. Thoughts on this?
0: I like I said I didn't watch Raw, so I can only go off of what I've seen before. When we went to Raw a few months ago, they had an opener, a match to open Raw for yeah. half an hour, it seemed like, and it was incredible. So
2: the only good part of that Raw we went to. That Raw sucked. Yeah, my uh, my biggest takeaway here is like really AJ Styles had all that momentum and now I mean losing clean to Owens, losing to like close out his feud with Reigns. <laughs> I mean, you just want to hope that he keeps that hot momentum that he had going forward, and it'll be interesting to see like what they have planned for him in the future.
1: Anyway, there is one notable SmackDown spoiler this week, so if you don't want to hear it, skip forward 30 seconds. Alberto Del Rio beat Zack Ryder to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match.
2: Woo, 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 you
1: know it. So, f- we have five out of the seven spots filled. Cesaro, Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens, Jericho, and Ab- Alberto Del Rio.
2: So that match is going to be...
0: Awesome. Yeah. I mean Yeah, if they put Sheldon Benjamin in it, then here's my do you think it'd be like a dream match they'll keep it a secret and debut Baylor in that match? Or no?
1: Nah. I can't see it because I feel no. like they're gonna wanna tie him to the club immediately. Fair enough.
0: I just think it'd be cool like to make it I don't know. It'd be a cool like surprise debut, even though it really wouldn't yeah. do much for like a storyline purpose. And guess
1: so there are two guys two? left. Yeah. Who do you guys think are gonna be there? Uh, I think Kalisto and Baron Corbin. Those, those would be my two. I, I was,
2: I was going to say Kalisto or
0: Kofi will get in for just the high flyer spot. I mean, maybe not so much Kofi at this point. But, yeah, I'll say Kalisto or Sankara, I guess, just so they can do their spots. Baron Corbin, no.
1: I feel like they like to have a big guy in those matches, though. <sighs> There's
2: always that one big guy. Yeah, just for people to, like, jump on. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if they wanted to do the Corbin thing... Could've like done the you versus me with Ziggler, like winner goes into the money in the bank match. Well,
1: they're doing that match next week, which I assume will be the blow off to that. I, I hope I hope we're done with that feud.
0: I don't even know where either of them week. goes after that though, but I'm trying to think of yeah. I can't think off the top of my head who would be Randy the last Orton? one, so John Cena. That would be a return. Well, or Cena's returning Memorial Day and he's gonna go after Rusev. Yeah. Pretty much think. guaranteed. You, I mean you think. Orton still needs to return, I think. and I guess if Baylor doesn't get the surprise return, Orton would be awesome to get a surprise return, and he, I can't see anything he would have to do when he comes back. I think it'll be Orton.
2: I don't know if they're just going to insert him into a feud. I think that'd be perfect for him.
0: Nice. So, on to the big news of the day. The brand split is back. Uh, Okay, you guys don't like it. I like it a little more, so you guys can start. All right,
1: well, SmackDown is moving to live on Tuesday night, so we're going to have five hours of wrestling in two days. Oh, that's gonna be Jesus a lot Christ. and yeah. on pay-per-view pay-per-view weeks we're going to have a pretty much 10 hours, math, of 10
2: hours of wrestling not and to, to mention not the, the hour like NXT. of NXT on Wednesday so that's Sunday oh, Monday God. Tuesday Wednesday yeah
1: I, I'm <laughs> the main reason that I don't like this is because now I feel like I'm gonna have to watch Smackdown to see people I like because you know like Cesaro I feel like is a lot to go to Smackdown for some reason I agree you
0: got yeah Ambrose is probably going to be over there.
1: He's probably going to be like, it's probably going to be good for him because he's going to be promoted as like a top guy. Yeah, pretty show.
0: much. Like, I feel like the, a lot of the upper mid card guys are going to go over to SmackDown to become like quote unquote like main eventers of SmackDown.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if they want to be successful with this in any sort of sense, they got to stay away from what was the end of the previous brand split, which was SmackDown being an obvious like B show. Yeah. Namely, the draft where John Cena was drafted to SmackDown. Then immediately redrafted back to Raw. What a slap in the face that was. <laughs> or when
1: Triple H was drafted to SmackDown and then traded back to Raw for like
0: I For that. Booker T, T the, the Dudley Dudleys. Dudleys,
1: and there was a fourth person. I think it was like I think it might have been R V D or someone like that. It in was fairness
0: like, at the time, that's not really it was like a, blockbuster. a terrible trade. <laughs> it's, Booker T and the Dudleys were both they were both guys. That's kind of a slap in the face of those guys, I think. If you want to look at it that way. I mean, they don't like it. The reason I don't mind it as much is because, like they're saying, the way that the brand split ended back, what year was that? When that 2011, I think. It was that recent?
2: Yeah. Right. Think... They, they started
0: the raw, the raw Super Show. For right, all right, intents and purposes,
2: pro. it
1: ended there. They still had two champions, I think. All
0: right, so regardless, it was around that time. Obviously, the roster was very watered down. There wasn't a large talent pool at that time. I feel like if they're going to do something like a brand split style where there's two separate shows, they have a deep enough roster right now that yeah. they could. And there's a lot of underutilized guys that don't really get their time that kind of deserve it a little more, as is evident by Cody Rhodes and Ryback walking out recently. So I And, and Sandow. Well, they got released.
2: Well, I think they both asked for their release.
0: Oh, did they?
1: they? Barrett, yeah, thought...
2: Barrett wasn't going to re-sign
1: yeah, just I think his do. contract expired and he was like, yeah, I just don't, just don't
0: renew my Regardless, contract. all those names deserve way more TV time and way more recognition than they got. So I think that doing two separate shows, both live now too, I think it'll help a lot of the underutilized talent that they have.
1: I just hope they just don't add a bunch of belts. I think the thing I would do is add a cruiserweight belt to give like something for guys like Kalisto – Neville, like, a, they're having a Cruiserweight Invitational. I'm sure a bunch of those guys are going to get signed today. Otami. You can build a really strong Cruiserweight division, have that on SmackDown, and have that be a special attraction
2: of that show. So, do you have uh, an alleged world title on that? You have either the IC or the United States and then a well, Cruiserweight?
0: Well, what America? I think is, I think it, as far as the titles they currently have, it'll go back to how it was. So, IC will stay on Raw, US on SmackDown, I think that. there's no way... Apparently, they're, they said they're doing a draft and having unique rosters for each show, so I feel like you have to have two world titles again. That would be an mm-hmm. absolute ratings machine. I don't like that. Machine. I, don't, I don't like that. I don't mind it. devalues. It, I think it does. Did it devalue it before, though? No. Yes, it, yeah. did. Oh, it I, did. I always oh. thought it did. Do me a favor.
1: Look at Seamus's Wikipedia page and realize that he's like a five-time world champion. That devalues your belt.
0: That's why they went back... I'm talking about when there was actually... A good brand split. When you had when it was like Guerrero and Triple H
1: one promotion, one world champion.
2: Yeah. I mean when you had that reign of terror by Triple H. That was terrible.
1: That's when Raw sucked and SmackDown was a better show.
2: Yeah, but like during the end of it, you clearly knew that the (sighs) WWE championship was superior.
1: Well, whichever one was on Raw was superior. Exactly. Because
2: Championship. And that's awesome. what they have to do here with SmackDown. They have a golden opportunity where I think they need to gamble on one of these guys and send one of those top-tier guys to SmackDown to get those ratings. Because obviously Reigns and Cena are going to be
0: separated. It's just a fact. Yeah, I, I think d- Cena, because of the stage he's in, how he's the older he's guy now, I think SmackDown. he's going to be on SmackDown yeah. to boost the ratings And for he's SmackDown. a huge
1: name to go to SmackDown, especially if... Because I don't think—is it confirmed that the world ti- that they're getting another world title? No, it's
0: kind of all.
2: I, I, I think I think Meltzer was saying something about it, but well, we'll right see.
1: now it's not confirmed. To me, my thought was before I heard that that he's gonna win the U.S. title, go to SmackDown, build that title up to be like the championship on SmackDown, and if he's holding it, then it's
0: in U.S. That's uh, I mean I see how that could work, but I just don't think that makes sense, just because the US title's always been, like, the lowest title. You and can't suddenly make that the well, they, selling point. They like, did last well, they year. did last year. Was, when Cena had it, he was that was the defending well, no, part of it, every Raw. But there was still... I don't know. He was defending that against Owens, Zayn, Cesaro. But that was still a mid-card title. They weren't, like... That was so the mid-card guys could shine. That wasn't, like, a main event title still. I Cena just happened to be holding That was it. the best part of every Raw, I yeah. thought. Was...
2: And was, uh, even and if it was, like, a TV, TV holding championship. A belt
0: It's... Yeah. It's a, it's a big thing. But I'm also hearing and this is obviously all rumors. I mean, I guess with Rollins back, I heard this rumor before I knew he was coming back, but apparently there was rumors that Cena and Reigns are feuding at for a SummerSlam match. No, I don't I don't that's not going to happen. Happening. I mean, at this point that's definitely not true, but there's still always that possibility that Cena would be getting the world title back. Tyric um, Flair. My
2: thing is I think Putting Cena to SmackDown works from like a marketing standpoint too, because they'll definitely pull on that. John Cena returns back to where he all started, and it, it'll really build like a lot of excitement for SmackDown because he'll, I mean, he'll take that and run. He's in the entertainment part of his career now, and he really knows how to like sit there and make that a watchable program. Even
1: he's hosting the ESPY soon. He co-hosted co- the Today Show for like a week, and I saw a lot of people calling him the White Michael Strahan.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's perfect flagship for a new program like SmackDown, so I definitely think he's I the think, one. I think he's
0: 100% a shoe in for SmackDown. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing that I feel like from there, it's kind of like you can kind of split murky. it however you want. The only thing that I'm confused about is what they're going to do with the women. And the tag team. Tag teams, I mean, I guess they're going to keep one on one show and one on the other, but... Uh,
1: no, well, are you saying I, you're going to bring in another tag team belt? Because that's not, terrible. Tag. No, like, I, I read something
2: that... Like divas would be Raw, tag teams would be SmackDown. Women which, would be Raw. What? Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> well, that's not politically correct anymore. Um, <laughs> women would be Raw, tag teams would be SmackDown. I feel like that would be like a weird dynamic. Which would also, I think, I could stick. Like it'd be like a. I, that's I better know. than I think splitting the divisions in two. Pretty much, it and would having the championship. It makes one. both watchable at that point. When you take half and half, you could kind of get the same thing on each show. When you're sitting there watching Raw, it's like okay, I'm gonna get the deep uh, the women's storyline at this point. When you're on SmackDown, I was like, all right, here comes the tag team storyline. Yeah. It makes both watchable and at, it, like for different reasons. It draws it draws different audiences. So if you're
1: like a huge tag team wrestling fan, love the New Day, like I think everyone does, you're gonna want to watch SmackDown. If you love Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, you're gonna watch Raw.
2: And I think that competition between the two really helped the br- the brand splitting between because you want you become like like uh like an alliance. Yeah, it's better when
1: you have two products that are you that offer something different instead of having raw and then watered down raw. recap raw. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But I don't know. I think with how deep like there's so many tag teams right now, I don't I mean, I don't see why they couldn't yeah, decide but, to split it up and give two different tag belts.
1: It's just getting good though and you're going to split it in half you can water it down
2: half. the roster. It'd be interesting to see what they do because there's a lot. There's a lot. There's definitely a lot of ways they could take it. I think the biggest thing is that <laughs> Raw has to return to two hours. They're, they're, they're I can't see do them do that, that. But you can't have two equal brands when one show is three hours, one show is two well, hours. I do not think if, about If that. they do
1: the brand split, Raw is going to be terrible. No, there's oh, gonna be, it's it's gonna gonna be, be all re- it's gonna be
2: all recapped from like,
0: oh no, I can't do that. to
1: cause you're gonna have half the roster, we're still three hours, they can't they can't do three hours now.
0: No. Yeah. They've been able to kind of do three hours recently. I feel like
1: there's always like a big like 30 minute, 45 minute lull. I, I'd say more show. than 45 minutes. They're just weird
2: backstage segments that I feel actually, like random moments. It's like
1: 9.30 to 10.30, I feel like
2: Oh yeah, exactly. That's just the
1: dead area I feel like
2: 9.30 effort. to 10.30 provides like a bunch of good like backstory backstage segments but i don't want to watch any of the products from nine thirty to 10 30 i'll go do something else and then come back for the main See, event i felt that
0: like point. that for a while but i think recently it's kind of picked up where like i can watch a whole three hour raw give or take like a segment or two like before i would really not watch raw for an hour
1: i was tweeting now- from our account on monday so i watched it live instead of what i usually do is dvr it and watch it and fast forward through a bunch of stuff i felt like i spent a lifetime watching that show
2: you know, well, it, I, and it was three a, it
1: hours. It was a it's pretty, still a lot raw. of time. Yeah, it was a pretty good raw, but it was like it just it's so long.
2: It's interesting that you say that because, like, when I was doing my couple of live tweets a couple of weeks ago, I actually enjoyed it a lot more. I, I liked watching the entire product instead of just like writing it off and just like fast forwarding through like the matches that I didn't want to watch. Well, I don't know. I just, it was so long. Dude. It's long. It's long. Th- That's yeah, like I the mean, span it's three hours you have to. Movies.
0: Well, yeah, it's committing to three hours. I saw. Civil War is almost three hours long. The Captain America movie doesn't mean it's bad. It's just like holy shit, this is long. Yeah, it's just it's a time issue.
1: Another pro of this is with the brand split, you can like it makes for better matchups down the line. Like think of like Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle, how they Whoa. they were never on the same show, and God, then when they came together, match. they had an awesome match. Same with Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker. Pretty much just Shawn Michaels and everyone because he's
0: the best the wrestler sin. ever. Yep, <laughs> but,
1: but you you have stuff like that come about in the, in the brand split era. Also, Brock Lesnar Goldberg, another dream match.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what could have been? Uh, I just. One thing I used to hate about the brand split was just like brand specific pay per views. Dude, if they see? do that, I'm not watching wrestling anymore. Oh, those, see, this goes back. Sucked. sucked. They, they, they were those so were bad. The SmackDown exclusive <laughs> pay per views
1: were trash. Dude, you would have like see, Veto you... in a dress versus Blackface <laughs> Tatanka. To see, it was <laughs> you guys terrible. are referring to Eugene was like semi main eventing raw <laughs> pay per
0: views. All right, you guys are ref- when you talk about. Some of these moments, they're why they went away from it. You have to realize that when the original Bland, bland split, brand split was in place, like when SmackDown, when The Rock was on SmackDown, and all that stuff, and then even into like when Guerrero was the champion, there was good. They both put on good pay per views. They well, both put on good shows. Here's the thing: not, I like, feel like, there's no way they're always going to be even. Like, I personally liked SmackDown better than Raw, but it's not like one was lacking. Here's the thing: like, it's if, just a personal preference at that point. If I you have
2: how are they going to like develop storylines like on like the one show with like half the roster that would like fill up those three hours? Like I feel like the pay per views now are almost like kind of like hit and miss, and they have their the entire roster like yeah to work with there, and like my biggest problem is like I don't want to get into that rut where these pay per views, which like now we've kind of been spoiled for the last three years of like you've got a lot to work with. The with stars are on yeah, the show. This like these are like. Out, like they're not even like pay-per-views anymore like like network specials are like you have everything on these specials and when you get back to I don't want to get to a point where I'm watching like Night of Champions and it's like Smackdown stars well actually Night of Champions is a bad yeah. example
0: <laughs> yeah, I could have of the only
1: ones that would have been everyone
2: bad example but, but. like
1: Judgment Day uh, let's let's do a, a thing here I'm okay. going to look up a Smackdown card I'm going to look up Judgment t- Day 2006 that, that's just random off the top of my head. And I'm going to see... I'm going to look at this card. Cyber Sunday. Oh, God.
0: Taboo Tuesday. <laughs> Wasn't Taboo Tuesday a joint pay-per-view?
2: <laughs> I <don't laughs> think... No, it was only Raw.
0: Well... In your house.
2: Rock bottom. In your house. The DX, results. suck it.
1: Matt Hardy defeated Simon
0: Dean. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Paul London and
1: Brian Kendrick beat Eminem. Not bad.
0: That was probably a very good match.
1: Chris Benoit beat Finley by submission in a 21-minute match. Probably awesome.
0: Yeah. Jillian Hall defeated Molina. I'm sure there was a feud there, so it might have been interesting. Clearly. Gregory Helms defeated Super Crazy. The Hurricane defeated Super Crazy. For the
1: Cruiserweight Championship.
0: See, that was probably a great match because they can both wrestle quite well. That was actually
1: probably pretty good. Mark Henry defeated Kurt Angle by count-out.
0: I'll take it. That was
1: probably one of Kurt Angle's less memorable matches. Well, you're picking 06 Angle, so... Yeah. Booker T defeated Bobby Lashley to become king of the ring. King Booker? Scissors kick? <laughs> Charmel Was Charmel there yet? Yes, with Charmel. The Great Khali defeated The Undertaker. Oh my god, what? You didn't know... Oh
2: yeah, they oh, were I building him that up, happened. dude. Is <laughs> that, were- that was pre-Punjabi Playboy era... No Kali. was that Punjabi yes. prison match? Was that what that no, was?
1: That was later.
2: That was oh. definitely at a
1: judgment day. That was at Great American Bash. I remember that. Oh, Cause no. I remember it because Great Khali like tested positive <laughs> for like, yeah, He tested positive for like steroids or something the And they had Big Show replace him So the Punjabi prison match <laughs> Inventor wasn't in the OG Punjabi prison match Yo, That
2: match was awesome, like that match type Not the match itself But Did they do more strongly than one? Disagree.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think they did I think, I think they, might have they had a two triple them. threat match I, think, I think it was escape, like escape And, they then, they you like, escape, and then you, you were like, in a bamboo cap-
0: cage
2: Then you had like a hallway around it And then you had to
0: escape that It's like the kennel from hell, only worse
1: and I'm about to get mad because Rey Mysterio defeated JBL for the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm. That's the...
0: No,
1: we're not an interesting <laughs> acapella group. Was, no. We should be. <laughs> oh, what are we doing wasting our time on this podcast? <laughs> this is the feud where they just had Rey Mysterio as champion lose to everyone for like a month. He just got his ass kicked for like a month and then beat JBL.
0: That sounds like a very watchable pay-per-view. Yeah, that was a bad choice,
1: because that pay-per-view actually sounds pretty good. But I'm sure... And that's with the but two matches that I, I probably...
0: It. But, eh, I, Yo, so... I never minded the brand split.
2: Enter Steam Acapella. Are we doing... Is this our side job now? Could that be, like, the end of every podcast? Like, If
0: like anyone six... listens to this, yeah. one, let two, us
1: know three. if we should be Which, entering Steam Acapella. At this point, yeah, at Leave this a point comment. I just want to do the Judgment Day 2006 card. We lost all our listeners. If they were still listening.
0: No, if you subscribe to the network, go watch Judgment Day 2006 now. We should do... Yo, how much is the network? all the pay-per-views. views nine ninety
1: dollars
0: right. Per month.
1: You can month. buy a shirt that says $9.99. For $9.99 plus shipping.
2: Which is outrageous on WWE Shop. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they put that on sale. It's like $8. The shipping is... It's like eight. It's like another... Insane. Like, like, when they do, like, the buy one, like, get one free the deals... The The shipping, like, is equal to the... Like other shirt. Pro tip:
1: They put their stuff on Amazon. So when they're when they're that. not doing promotions, just buy their stuff off Amazon. Sometimes they do like free shipping plus thirty percent off. Then there you go,
2: WWE shop. Like Amazon like. Prime ten ninety nine a month. Pro tip: Dude, If you like Amazon retro Prime, wrestling T shirts, Urban Outfitters has a, a lot month. of them now.
1: Five dollars a month, Amazon Prime, if you have a
2: student uh, email address. What pro the- tip? Pro tip, we're going to add advertisements to the end of each of our podcasts. Yeah. Pro tip. That we're not getting paid. podcast is brought to you by the Burger King croissant. <laughs> <laughs> the two buttering croissant.
1: <laughs> Shout out Stone Cold. DDP Yoga. <laughs> oh, El Segundo Brewery. El Segundo Brewery. Stone Cold, message to you. Make your beer available everywhere. I need it. I need some Broken Skull IPA.
2: We are turning this into a wish list oh, yeah. <laughs> quickly. Yo, this is going downhill so fast. We're gonna lose all of our all of our
1: no the millions. The no the millions! Alright. now more like the mankind style. The dozens and, and dozens.
0: <laughs> Alright, we're super off. We got off on a weird tangent for that like last five minutes. Is there anything left to say about the brand split?
1: No, but coming to the site this week, the hottag.weebly.com. We will be doing a mock draft posted on the site. Yeah, more w- updates on that coming soon. Follow our Twitter.
2: Yeah, we're really s- excited about that and about this moving forward. I mean, this was our first time doing this. I had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely enjoyed this. This Where is the first you? time we've all been able to, all three of us, join for the podcast. So I think it went quite well. And I mean, we're excited. We're all off school now, so we're excited to update the site more frequently, get more stuff rolled out to you guys. So, yeah. And if anyone in the internet
2: wrestling community appreciates this, just let us know. Show some support
1: at
0: at follow us on wrestling? Twitter at I believe it's Hot Tag Wrestling at
1: that, That's something we should know. We should
0: <laughs> probably know that off top, but at Hot Tag Wrestling, there it is. We got it.
1: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We, not not Facebook or Instagram. No, no, we only have a Twitter, <laughs> Pinterest, and our blog. Dude, do hit us up on AIM. Hot Tag Wrestling. Okay. Our away message is lit right now.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Wishing it was be it would be Monday from World Raw.
0: Weak-y what? Face. Oh, was that your away message <laughs> like <laughs> sample? Okay. <laughs> All right. Hot so dog wrestling. We've clearly we're we're getting crazy. We've so we're gonna off the beaten path. We're gonna wrap this up before this gets weirder. Um, thank you all who have tuned in for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. And we will... See you next time. See you next time. Signing Talk off. to you soon. Signing off. <laughs> all <Bye>. the above.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs>